then so you guys listeners only missed like five minutes of the conversation but um but we did start out talking like the conversation started out with the phrase taxation is theft and uh (laughs) (laughs) and i had just been reading a little bit about allen ginsburg and he was part of a um a anti-tax movement Mm -hmm. as a form of protest anti-war tax so they were that was sort of their mean i think it was kind of self-serving probably but the the their means of protesting the Vietnam War mm. was to refuse to pay taxes that would go to you know support the war effort mm-hmm. and i guessing that probably didn't work out that good cuz <laughs> um, cuz we're still in Vietnam i don't yeah, like <laughs> cuz well cuz generally evading taxes or refusing mm-hmm. to pay them that's like that brings down the most federal heat of just about anything an individual can do. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's that's essentially how they catch most criminals, right? That yeah. They can't catch in the crime. They catch through tax evasion. Exactly. Which And the famous depression or the yeah. uh, prohibition era, era gangster whose name escapes me. Al Capone. Yeah. Capone, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. That was a tax evasion thing, I think. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Wesley Snipes. No, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> he was outright... He was just... Pulling the whole sovereign citizen thing, you know, I'm not a 14th Amendment citizen or whatever it is. Yeah, that. Uh, do you know what's weird about that? The um, my aunt mm. was tied up in that thing. Oh yeah, yeah. And this one, I I like. I stayed with her for a little bit when uh, I moved to California one time, and I remember um, I would see all these letters from the IRS, and I was like, eh, that's never good. Like I don't know <laughs> yeah, exactly. what I'm doing. I mean, I'm a 20 something <laughs> guy who you know pays my taxes because I don't know anything about it yeah um and i saw those and i was like oh that's strange and then she started attaching these stickers and sending them back which essentially was like a fuck you to the irs (laughs) and it's like well that's really not good yeah (laughs) and then i found out she's part of this group i think it was we the people or something i can't remember what the group was called maybe i'm wrong on that um but her neighbor essentially um talked her into the fact that there's been all these amendments and they were illegal amendments to the constitution and it means that you don't have to pay tax. So you just have to declare, I'm not going to pay tax, and you don't have to pay it anymore. Yeah. And it's this big conspiracy theory where people <laughs> just don't know that they don't have to pay. Yeah. That turned out to be wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think she had done it for like 10 years. Ooh, she that, filed exemption. That probably hurt. When it, I don't think it hurt as bad as most people think. Cause my, okay. so I came home one day and she's like, "Man, they just won't leave me alone." And I was like, "Well, yeah, because you, you know, keep, you keep fucking with them." Yeah, it's like <laughs> if you keep flipping people out, like getting in their face and flipping yeah. them off, like they're not going to leave you alone. And so I said, you know, any organization, no matter what the acronym is, if you engage them, then you actually have a chance. But you have to engage them. You could say whatever you want. You'd be like, oh, "I was." under the wrong impression i didn't know like that ignorant admitting that ignorance uh takes away a lot of the liability it's not going to get you off the hook you know for for the responsibility or whatever but no but you may um 
they may reduce some of the penalties for you having flipped them off for yeah. 10 years. Uh, and and <clears throat> in all honesty, it's like, and it would largely reduce the fact that you're looking at jail time for filing exempt. That's a f- federal offense. Yeah. Like, And so, you know, a, a couple, she started engaging them. She got an attorney. Turns out um, she ended up paying way less than what she would have if she just paid her taxes. And I was like, I mean, she negotiated yeah. it way down over a 10-year period. I don't know what the final sum was, but it was less than 50 grand in total taxes. And I was like, "And wait, this, wait, wait what, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what? <laughs> but it goes to show they were just like, well, maybe she probably won't pay anyway. We might as well try to get something. Anyway, that, yeah. was, that was my experience with taxation. But I just remember like, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing when it comes to this, but I know that's probably not the right way to go. Not the right the way. The strong yeah. arm of the government is give me my money. Yeah. It's been kind of a topic as of lately, uh, the governments in general, like this whole, uh, not that I think, like I'm fine paying taxes because I understand how society works. Yeah. Um, obviously, I would pay them differently, and I think differently about double taxation, and I think differently about you know, the levels of government that come in and tax you on top of taxes. I think that should probably go away. Yeah. Um, but I said it the other day. Uh, we've made a joke of why Ponzi schemes are illegal. Like it was like, yeah, the U.S. government doesn't like competition. Oh, right. That. Right? Yeah, that's the punchline. Yeah, yeah and it's true. Like, it, it, and I, I stand by that. Like, I really do think that the... United States of America is the biggest Ponzi scheme in history. As in, they sell you on the idea of success. You need to buy into that idea with no guarantees. So I buy in by paying taxes mm-hmm. and you know becoming a citizen or whatever um, based on the idea that I can succeed here. That is exactly the same thing that is illegal about a multi-level marketing scheme. If you don't have a product to sell directly, if you're not receiving something exactly in exchange for the money that you're paying, yeah. then it is a Ponzi scheme and it will shut you down. If you're selling the idea of success, that is illegal. Yet that is what our government is. It's the idea of opportunity. Like, hey, if you come here, you might have a chance of making it. If you buy into the See, system. But the, the operative word there being might. Yeah. And, and that's probably how... Th- they cannot be held responsible because it's because the guarantee of success is not there. They just, it's just the idea that, but there's no guarantee. There's there's no guarantee in MLMs either. The wording is very like, I mean, even just the, you know, the chance it's a, you know, you're not guaranteed that you're going to win in um, a gambling situation either. Hence the term gamble. Sure. (laughs) And people will do it because they might have a chance of success. So you, it's a it's an interesting. It's not that it's bad. I don't think that there's necessarily a better way. I'm just saying that it should be clear to everybody that this is a scam <laughs> and that we are yeah. all part of the biggest scheme in history. And as long as we pull that apart and understand how it works, well, if enough people get involved in a scheme, some people will succeed. Mostly at the top, funny enough, of this strangely pointy shaped object. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, it's not three-dimensional, though, so it's not a pyramid. <laughs> yeah. Is it four-sided, though? Well, technically, this is really weird. I didn't know this, that the that the pyramids in Egypt are actually tetrahedrons. They're not pyramids. 
they're eight-sided. The pyramid goes down. I was not uh, aware of that. I was not aware of that either. Yeah, I saw one and I was like, oh, that's different. That's totally different than and that's completely legal then the tetrahedron scheme (laughs) (laughs) tetrahedron yeah tetrahedron scheme yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's the later we just meet at nicer hotels you know that's the (laughs) the nicest the greatest the greatest stigly yeah yeah Um, the ones without the bed bugs (laughs) (laughs) fake news it's totally fake news i don't that i have a hard time getting i mean the politics because it's been coming up a lot political theory and you know different and yeah. people will probably try to box us into what they think that we believe based off of like hey they said this about the second amendment and then they said this about this other thing and then they have such and such guest on or whatever the fuck yeah i i don't think you can draw a conclusion as to where i sit on a political spectrum because i can't yeah i have no idea uh, where i sit because i i i mean i seem I, I guess I'm opposed to it all. Thank God we got these chairs so we know where to sit. <laughs> <laughs> and watch everything burn to the ground. I get, you know, I'm getting, I'm getting popcorn for, yeah. That. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, we do live in uh, the great state of Utah. And so that says. You're for uh, sure going to vote for Bernie then, right? Uh, for Bernie Man? <laughs> Burning Man. I'm voting for Burning Man. <laughs> Shit. Uh, I'm not totally feeling the burn, no. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, I, I did listen to him on Joe Rogan. I will say this. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of him being a compassionate person. Yes. I, I think, like, he... He genuinely cares about people, and I think that's noteworthy. That that should be – there's a place for him somewhere in government that keeps people in check. I think that for sure. Leader of the free world mm, – well, free is probably the wrong it, fucking it, term. Exactly. With, but I, but I, I do think that um, our political system for the past – especially 50 years of media has been completely – mishandled like these 30 second sound bites have really ruined what we think and know about certain people and listening to him on joe rogan was actually a really like profound experience to be like he is not as extreme as people think that he is like his ideas but when you amass enough 30 second sound bites yeah you can make him sound oh he's the crazy jew like always his, yelling his hand is already in your wallet yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and i i just don't like yeah there's some there's some concepts that i would disagree with um the first one of and i i kind of go back and forth on this the the idea of like free education and i know hey that's not free free education and, and free health care and most people from a conservative side would argue against it because then they have to pay for it i think most people don't realize that we're already paying for it that like we are paying for it. It's yeah. subsidized. We're subsidizing trillion dollar companies or whatever. It's already a disaster. So I'm not worried about paying for that because it would just, sh- nothing would change. It would just shift to who gets the money. Yeah. And it wouldn't be us. <laughs> and and on the, on the education system, I have a, a hard time fathoming that our education system is anything but state-sponsored daycare. But that being said, I'm always in favor. Which of uh, which level? All I think all. all okay. I think I think the whole thing is ridiculous. Okay. Uh, but especially K through twelve, I think that like you know the mandatory. Uh, I just 
I don't see that educating people. I mean, it's a start compared to what we were before, but we were a lot of things before that we aren't now. Yeah. You know, a hundred years ago, mm-hmm. our education system wasn't that good, but people made it through and learned, they got learned <laughs> I guess is the best <laughs> way to put it. But then I come down to, if you're going to argue against those two things, you really have to argue against um, funding the most egregious military system on the planet. Egregious in what? Uh, like just costly. Oh, yeah. Right. Like it is, I mean, our, our military fund is, I think, 10 times that of the next nation closest to us. Or it's like, you know, more than double of the five top nations in the world. Or so. It's absolutely out of hand. Well, that's because we're developing these nuclear weapons that we can use on hurricanes. <laughs> And that's that's very advanced technology. It involved interplanetary travel to get that technology from somewhere else and bring it back here that, you know, only Dear Leader knows about. Mm, yeah. And um and it, for, I can't I can't continue. <laughs> yeah, that was I mean, he, maybe he has some kind of fusion engine that that's what he meant by nuclear weapon into a hurricane. He's like I'm going to and maybe he's just creating such a mass that is so big it'll open a black hole and the hurricane will fall into it. And we're just too stupid to recognize To, to recognize how well, great that is. The nuclear war, I mean, you can, war is going to happen. People are going to die. I understand human nature, I hope, a little bit. So I, I understand the need to defend one's country. Yeah. I do not understand the need to spread one's ideology through indoctrination and forceful means, in which case I'm fine defending um, and having a defense budget as long as we have people worth defending. But we are stupid and we're unhealthy, and I don't understand why that's worth defending. Well, I couldn't possibly understand why that might be worth attacking (laughs) in the first place. Like... Look, you can see they're already self-destructing. Yeah. Hands off, let it happen. Like, that's kind of what Mm -hmm. I see. It's like, oh, we're, you know, we'll just bicker our, you know, amongst ourselves until there's no more oxygen in the room and then we'll, you know. It's it's kind of like how LAPD viewed the you know, the gang scene in downtown LA, they're just like, look, they're going to fucking, we don't need they're, to involve ourselves. They will take care they of They will sort it out and yeah. the hierarchy will be established. And <laughs> and then we'll go, once they establish and they're, you know, there's less people to deal with because they've had enough drive-bys, then yeah. we can come in and take care of the few. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not to spell out a good strategy for someone who wants to do harm to America, but that's how I would look at it. It's like, Dude, they're killing. They are offing themselves at rates that we can't do with, you know, assault rifles or whatever. Yeah. Like, and that is including some use of assault rifles. Yeah, well, exactly, but and, mostly and, assault sugar or whatever. Yes, or assault, and, and that's and then it's like suicide by sugar anyway, because they're not because yeah. it's not like you're imposing the sugar or forcing others to ingest it. <laughs> People just would naturally just do it to themselves. It's a sugar fatwa. Is yeah, that exactly. <laughs> I, I, so I'm, so I'm guessing if suicide's illegal, then eating yourself to death should, is kind of like that and should also not be <laughs> like make, make it stop. Yeah. I don't, I, 
You would think so. I mean, we talked, there's always like a pacifier somewhere. Um, and we talk about nutrition because you want to know, like, what are you trying to get out of the food that you're eating? Like, what are you, whether it's alcohol, whether it's sugar, it's all kind yeah. of the same thing. It's like you're in pain somewhere and you're pacifying with this thing. And I, like, it's always interesting to get, like, oh, I, there's most people, I just need a little bit of dark chocolate at night. Bullshit. Like, they're, like, that is not what adds the pounds and the, like, threatening diseases. Um, it's yeah. abuse of something. And if you don't understand the abuse mechanism, you can't understand the health consequences of it. Um, but we had, uh, uh, locally, this is kind of a weird thing, because locally, we have a high percentage of Latter-day Saints. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so they don't yeah. they don't partake in the sacrament like most people. And there's pain there, and they fulfill that pain with sugar. And so you see, like, you, you go to, you know, a Latter-day Saint event, and you'll see a high percentage of body fat. Like, a really high percentage. I'm not, I'm just, my mouth is hanging open. Oh, sure, yeah. Uh, uh, but I'm not arguing, but I got oh, nothing I, to I, say. I'm just, I'm just like, okay, so I'm just explaining what I see. Right so and, far. Yeah. And, and then talking to some people, because we have a couple clients in here that are of the Latter-day sort, mm -hmm. and explaining this to them, this you know, this thing that I've noticed over my lifetime living in this state of being like, oh yeah, you don't use alcohol. You pat yourself on the back. Like you abuse sugar like crazy. Yeah. It's like you guys will down Coke and, you know, technically I think it's not supposed to drink Coke, but monster it, energy drinks yeah. like fucking crazy. Like by the leader of sugary beverages. And, and if you've ever been to a Mormon event, there's no shortage. I think there's something called Muddy Buddies that are very Mormon. I don't. I am unfamiliar with. Let me. Let me. Uh, like throw this like, out to you. I'm, you. I just went to the Coit Tower. Oh. <laughs> okay. Not that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It, it's. It is. Um. I guess you could take it that way, but. I mean, I'm just saying that's so, where take check cereal. Okay. Right? I believe the rice variety tastes the best. Okay. Um, you melt peanut butter and chocolate. Okay. And then you move the Chex mix around in this peanut butter okay, so assortment. So it fills yeah. in the entire, like it'll go into the inside of the Chex cereal. Okay. And then after it cools and dries, you roll the whole thing in powdered sugar. And that is called a Muddy Buddy. That's not at all what I expected. No, I think you were I thinking thought, of I, what happens before uh, Mormons get married. Yeah, I, I thought, <laughs> no, I was thinking it was a, a drink, like a oh, oh. like a shake or a oh yeah yeah something yeah chocolate and smooth and <laughs> delicious. I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, I was imagining not, you not, were preserving virginity or something yeah. <laughs> to that sort. <laughs> we're just buddies over here. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, that, that sort of, I can't remember where I was fucking going. We were that. talking about sugar and the abuse of, and, yeah. and, and actually abuse mechanism, I think. But, but what I was hearing in that earlier part was like, okay, there's, there is a void of some kind mm. you are trying to fill. People use different, um, I don't know, means different types of matter to try and fill this, this void which may be spiritual, but it may just be like, I was promised jetpack and, you know, or I was promised 
Mm. You know, the opportunity that I'm still not <laughs> seeing for myself. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Hoverboard, no, something. Hoverboard, yeah. I, I don't, um, and, I don't. and like, so it's lack of fulfillment in some yeah. way that I think a lot of times is what. So uh, I, I don't know if I would call it a void. Okay. Um, because I think that is used, you know, emptiness is used, I think, incorrectly most times. Like the, sure, because empty I feeling. Because then I need to fulfill it. But I, I do think that there is something there. That's why I call it usually like there's pain there or there's some emotional okay, trauma sure. or there's something that is not being dealt with. And yeah. therefore, the pacification is a numbing mechanism. Um, this really great uh, Ian McGillchrist, he's a, a psychologist who wrote um, Master and the Emissary, okay. which is like a fantastic book about the dichotomy of the brain. He quoted um, this really interesting, the absence of absence is presence. And, it, and that's what, like, he looks at, you know, a void as a, not in a, a pejorative way, but of a way of, like, actually, you get rid of everything so that you can actually have a presence of mind. That's, like, the Eastern take on meditation and yes. the new mindfulness practice that everybody is so great about using ice or whatever the fuck. <laughs> breathing. But, but, uh, but. Uh, success in our culture is just defined by acquisition. Yeah, accumulation. Accumulation. Yeah. So, um, so a void is therefore negative. Like I got yeah. a hole in me. I'm feel, I'm trying to fill it with yeah. You know this or that or that was on sale, but I got two for the price of twelve. And then, um, like, we don't behave or have the same relationship with emptiness or absence mm. that others may yeah well, that who who are i, I don't want to say well i'll just say say less materialistic what what is the or, song you sent me from uh the dead can dance how fortunate the man with none that's it yes yeah i, I like <laughs> <laughs> these things are known but i think you are right is that we have a misconception about how to fill voids yeah um, or that it is negative that there is yeah. a void, like oh, there, there's an empty space there. We need to fill it, or just like there's a forest there. We should cut that down. Because I, I even said that to my dad in an email. That's we where talk- the wolves live in the forest, <laughs> and they scare me because <laughs> because I have livestock, and it's my right to have livestock. And wait, I'm sorry, I'm just like mixing all kinds of shit up there, <laughs> <laughs> different metaphors. Yeah. I'm just trying to keep up. <laughs> the, um, my, I think because I, I mentioned something about there being a void, like an emptiness. Yeah. And um, he thought that was like really depressing. He's like, oh, have you, have you got your brain chemistry checked lately? And I was like, well, I don't know how they do that in the first place, but no, but I'm not an unhappy, like he, he took it as like, oh, it's a sign of depression or, yeah. and I was like, oh, uh, that's right. Yeah. You're like a normal person that thinks of void and emptiness as like a as a, as a bad thing. Yeah. And then, then, you know, to, I was, oh, that's that's a sign of depression. I'm like, yeah, and <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's a state. Oh, you're yeah. you're depressed. Oh, uh, yeah. Occasionally, I am. Sometimes, you know, chronically, rarely, acutely. Yeah, Some, you know, but, huh? Well, oh, like, how <laughs> do do you think? Um, because this is, if I look at the political climate, and I look at like, you know, all things coalescing is like it seems like there's a lot of 
mental disorder and disorder not being like it's not a disease to me i just think it's a state people are in a lack of organization yeah 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 <laughs> and and their brains are not functioning correctly because of certain things and people could blame it on social media i like i i think anything is just a tool if people are getting like smashing their thumbs with hammers it's not the hammer's fault it's the human's fault like yeah. most things have to be the fault of the user Yes. Because if it wasn't being used, it wouldn't... It would just be there. It's inanimate. Yeah. Um, so I, I think there's something... Go like, it seems like all of this stuff seems connected to me. People not having purpose. People, you know, um, being... I don't know. Uh, this is maybe not the right word, but sinewy over politics. <laughs> there, There's a lot of gristle involved. A lot it, of, like, yeah. biting teeth kind of deal. I think, and I like, I don't quite understand it because it doesn't seem like we're we're releasing today that episode um, with Jack Donovan. Yes, and we had to like really think about how to present it. I mean, one of the things that actually came up in that conversation mm -hmm. was the idea that you know, uh, and I think you had brought it forth first was that was the i the, the the idea that social media could have been the ultimate sandbox. Mm. The ultimate sort of area to experiment with ideas and mm. that sort of thing and figure out, okay, that, that holds water, that doesn't, mm -hmm. or that's, you know, trickling through my fingers just like sand and going away mm -hmm. and, or whatever. Um, it obviously hasn't turned out that way because <laughs> you, you know, float any idea mm. that's different from the loudest voices mm. that are, you know, that might hear your one idea and it'll get suppressed and, and, and smashed down, you know, r right away. And it's, I mean, it seems, um, and, which tied into another topic in that particular conversation was, you know, misuse of power. And, mm -hmm. and uh, we didn't go get quite as far as mob rule, but, you know, pretty darn close. Um, but you're right. We had some um, difficulty with the just introduction to mm -hmm. describe Jack as an individual and our, the conversation that we had because... I mean, there's probably four pretty polarizing personalities in the room that day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in some way. Uh, but, but take somebody like him and people are afraid of him. People consider him harmful. People consider his words harmful. And that, that really bothers me because it means ideas are harmful. And you're like, yeah. Okay, there, there it is... It means that the way of thinking or the way of life, that's not the one that you um, are failing mm -hmm. to achieve but want to desperately mm -hmm. um, is wrong and therefore should be silenced. Yeah, and, and categorically, I think, I think they categorize him incorrectly because some people can't be categorized. Like, yeah. like how we're talking about our political you know, uh, attachments. Like, I don't think it can be categorized. I believe totally opposite things. Some, you know, it's not batched. I don't batch my beliefs together Yeah. where I'm like, what does my religious leader think? Okay. I'm going that way on every issue because, or you know, if I think this way about this issue, then I therefore must think this way about yeah. this other issue as well. Yeah. And that's a really weird thing that comes along with like my views on abortion somehow lead into the fact that I also, deny climate change or like I there's yeah. like these things that are just like non sequiturs that end up being grouped together that just there's if people don't realize like I believe this therefore I believe that they're, they're totally not related but they're batching them together because of 
convenience. Tri- tribalism or, or, or group yeah. think or yeah, could convenience. Cause that's what group think is basically like, yes. Hey, somebody I respect has thought about it. I'm going to go the way they went because I don't have time to think about it. Or I don't want to think about it. And, I, but I want to be in this group, but I'm already a member of this group. And this mm-hmm. is the way that the majority of the people in the group think. So which really that, le- that, kind that of a- alleviates my responsibility for yeah. coming, for examining ideas and mm. certain situations and coming to my, the conclusion that is correct for me as an individual. This is what's weird. Who doesn't have time to think about things these days? Like is it people who are, we well, because even if ever, you're going right? to the river to get your water, you got a little time. <laughs> you got some time <laughs> I mean, to think, like, right? Like <laughs> there isn't any excuse to not be informed and to not think about things. There's an excuse to overthink about things. I've thought way too much and now I'm paralyzed by my own analysis of the situation. Yeah. I just can't possibly read anymore and not know. Like I don't know what to do. It's full of paradoxes and yeah, contradictory things. M- more information does not always result in clarity sure at some point you just have to make a decision in jack's case it's really weird because he's a very thoughtful individual and meeting him was really great because oh cool i don't have to believe everything that i read about somebody yeah and i don't have to in fact it it kind of it sucks because now when i read like if somebody has a negative thing to say about him yeah you know i'll read it and just be like Man, they haven't met him. Exactly. Or they just don't understand. They haven't taken the time to understand his position. Or they, they're they just you know trying to batch his beliefs in with other people that they can identify as bad. The The perfect excuse is like, he wrote this really weird article that I, that I read before he came on here that made me kind of hesitant to be like, oh, how are we going to deal with a guy that you know talks openly about white nationalism? But if you read his article and you take him as a genuine person, you you take his ideas not to be grouped with anything else. I was kind of like, he has valid, not arguments for, but valid arguments for talking about, if that makes sense. There's a really big distinction where he is not for it. He understands it. He, uh, he, he, he can uh, empathize with the situation that people are feeling. But, but also as you pointed out earlier, you know, somebody goes, oh, he's, 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 you know, the darling or whatever, the alt-right at mm-hmm. a certain point and, and then had associations with s- some further right mm-hmm. sort of organizations, let's say. Um, and, you know, somebody's saying, oh, he's a white nationalist. I'm like, well, no, he's not a nationalist. <laughs> exactly so therefore, the opposite he of that. can't yeah. be a white nationalist because yeah. he's, if anything, a tribalist. Yeah. And, more interested in the intimacy of smaller groups mm-hmm. than the faceless obedience to, you know, larger uh, nation state ideas. Yeah. And I, I don't know how else you can specifically not be something by saying, I'm not a white nationalist. Yeah. Like, I don't think that's a good. Oh, yes, you are. I, well, right. Like, <laughs> no, like, no, no, no. You're, you're white. And you're like, no, but I, I don't think that that's a good indicator for elitism. Like skin color doesn't yeah. prove to be very effective. You can just go to Alabama. <laughs> like, there's lots of white folks there. Yeah. They're not the best, you know, population to pick if you wanted the smartest, most capable people. Sorry, you know, whatever parasite got in your feet for 50 years and gave you malnutrition or hookworm yeah. or whatever. <laughs> they, 
but the idea but it, he specifically says in his articles i am not this i understand why people think that and if you go oh he speaks for these groups and i go you mean somebody pays him to express his philosophy in front of their group and i was like we have a really bad time about just uh, batching things together and calling them the enemy. Oh, yeah. these guys were seen together, therefore they're bad. These guys... Or, uh, yeah, he speaks to the speaks to these groups. Yeah. Like, well, does that mean he's the leader of those groups? Is that what you're saying? Like, is, mm. like no, I do a corporate speaking gig and, yeah. you know, whatever. It's like, it doesn't mean that I completely believe in everything mm-hmm. that, let's say, Lily does. Mm-hmm. But if that pharmaceutical company wants to pay me to come and speak to them about my ideas Mm -hmm. about the intersection of, you know, art and action. Um, well, I'm talking to big pharma. Yeah. So does that, what, what does that make me? And speaking of MLMs, (laughs) I have been paid a lot of money to go speak on behalf of some companies that happen to be structured like a multi-level marketing company, Yeah, which I don't agree with how they structured their company. I also don't care how they structured their company. I, do care about communicating my ideas. Yeah. And yeah. if the, the the more effective way to do that is by means of, you know, personal interaction mm-hmm. on a, you know, semi-large, semi-large, you know, I don't know, what are you, I guess a large group scale, I don't know what that would be. Mm-hmm. Let's just say there's a thousand people in the audience, okay? So that means I get to speak to, you know, maybe 10 of them instead of, you know, one-on-one as an individual or whatever, but... Yeah. Um, me or reach 10 but but just the, uh, just the opportunity to communicate ideas and to have a question and answer afterwards have the exchange like it doesn't mean that i'm you know I, there would be certain organizations though i guess i would not want to go speak to sure yeah, yeah like i wouldn't go speak for the kkk not that they would want or maybe i would because i would just tell them how fucking stupid their ideas are <laughs> like i like at, at some point you have to engage with people that have different ideas, whether they're bad or good. And that, that is a huge problem is being able to engage people with their ideas and not making it a morality thing. Like, oh, you think incorrectly because there is no such thing. This whole thing is a fucking experiment. Yeah. Everything. This whole existence is an experiment. And we don't know the right way to be. There is no answer and therefore, saying that your answer is right, you're you're for sure wrong. Yeah, and then being willing to, you know, <laughs> I, I I mean, there's some stuff that we know. Enforcing the rightness of your yeah. wrong idea is a pretty. It gets uh, wrong real quick. It gets more wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because that's I, I mean it's you could take a ridiculous idea like VHS or Betamax, right? Like which one was gonna win? Betamax is superior technology. It didn't win. It didn't like. Because it had inferior marketing. It had way inferior marketing. <laughs> and therefore, did it matter? It didn't matter. And, and But but also, but also it, it, let's just say that the marketing was equal. Mm-hmm. Better product, more expensive. Mm-hmm. Better experience. People would much rather pay less yes. for a worse experience. Yeah. And, and so, therefore, VHS triumphed. Mm-hmm. It's just like, no, I don't want to have a DAT tape. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like... <laughs> No, that's 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 far too like that. Uh, just give me the the ninety minute auto reverse cassette, mm-hmm. and I'll deal with the 
all of the problems that go along with that type of technology mm -hmm. versus, you know, digital audio technology on a, or a tape um, at the time where it was like fucking glorious, glorious sound. Mm -hmm. uh, well, anyway. But it didn't uh, matter. But it didn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and this is, uh, I guess it brings, like, we've been talking about, well, we laugh about politics almost every day. I don't think either of us takes it very seriously. <laughs> I the, I have a couple of things because we've been talking about environmental issues and I've been a little bit, I've been trying to be more sensitive yeah. to it a little bit lately just because I think it, um, I think it's more important than people think. I think environmental issues are more important than almost any other issue. Because they are, because the environmental issues will inform not only political behavior, yes. but human behavior en masse. Yeah. Eventually give it 10 years and you, you will, we will not recognize where we are right now. Yeah. I, and this, this goes beyond, it, it is beyond politics. It, it, it has to, because we're all living in a place that we are taking advantage of. Yes. And I, I mean, there was a sign the other day on the freeway that said drive less to clear the air. And I wanted to like pay for a billboard that says breed less to clear the air. Like that we're not talking about the right subjects. We are, you know, we're saying, Oh, cars are doing all this damage yet you know, the shipping, but the car is just an inanimate object and it's the user once again. Exactly. And, and beyond that, it's just like, guys, there's cruise liners that put out more waste than 50 million cars in a day. Like that there's, yeah. there, there's these shipping. I think, uh, Evan posted about this the other day and it, the whole thing is like, we're all responsible for it. Some things are getting through the cracks. What I'm distressed about is that the only reason why we're not controlling the amount of fucking garbage that we're putting out is some people can make more money. Like it's yes. a cost thing. It's an economy thing. Like, oh, well, the, the economy can't handle that kind of, you know, the power plant down the street really doesn't want to get rid of their grandfather clause on their pollution and their output because it would cost them too much. It was like, since when is not knowing the actual price of something useful? Like... It's yeah. subsidized, guys. Sorry. Like, it's being paid for. And it's, and, and none of the issue is, you know, none of the issues are local mm -mm. is part of my problem with a lot of this mm -hmm. is just like, oh, the reason that we're still able to do this and subsidizing this, you know, the, all of the, the waste mm -hmm. and the, you know, let's just say packaging because we were going to get to the mailroom situation yeah. in a second. Um, but when we talk, talk about you know, packaging, that all of the waste that goes into all of that stuff, it's okay because we still have places to export the trash. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And and yeah, it, we don't see it. And we don't see it. And I think it can. And one of the other podcasts we were talking about, you know, was um, we, we talked a little bit about California having clean, the cleanest air. And it's mm -hmm. just like, yeah, well, you moved the, 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 the byproducts of energy production to other states mm -hmm. that had you know, and then you ran the lines back into California mm -hmm. so the electricity could get delivered even though it's being made in states that accept higher levels of pollution. But the higher levels of pollution always migrate, Yeah, you know, all over the world. And, you know, th there, was, there was a point where I was having an argument with someone about uh, uh, clean air standards for automobiles in the United States. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, you just need to go travel to some other countries in the world because this is all one giant fucking bubble, yeah. you know, sort of float through space, let's say. Um, and all of that air is this, that's in here is the same. And mm -hmm. yes, we should do out the maximum to reduce the output, but, uh, uh, but, but do, do bear in mind that other places in the world are not. Mm. And so it may be, 
you know, a, a, a futile gesture. Let's say I don't want to, I don't want to say nobody can do anything about it. You know, we're doomed and blah, blah, blah. Um, but I did hear recently of a locust infestation or excuse me, grasshoppers, uh, <laughs> in Las Vegas and they're headed they're, this way, right? Uh, <laughs> is that kind of like the bee thing in Texas, the I, killer bees? I, I, I don't, I don't know. It, it was Ross was telling me about it. That, oh, okay. that, like that, uh, and I, now maybe I'm just repeating fake news or something, but I, cause I don't know. <laughs> and I can't remember whether he was there even or or whatever, and if it was like a first-hand account, but just like a, you know, this swarm and like the strip of Las Vegas, like covered teeming grasshoppers. Oh, yeah. That's pretty, uh, that's the perfect place to have some biblical shit go down. I totally agree. <laughs> yeah. But so anyway, so, so back to the, this, this packaging th- thing and, and th- the idea of, of, okay, it's not only, uh, okay, it would cost more to do it better. Mm-hmm. Okay. It always does. It would cost more to behave correctly vis-a-vis mm-hmm. the environment that we live in. It always does, always has, always will. Um, and but that but part of what pe- people expect in this day and age is convenience, mm-hmm. and the convenience of thinking, oh, I need a salt shaker, and ordering it from Amazon so, with your Prime thing, and you're going to mm-hmm. get it in two days, maybe one if you know mm-hmm. they've got inventory close by or whatever it is, but. Uh, the, the the idea of, okay, now you're going to get your salt shaker in a fucking shoebox mm. along with a bunch of inflatable fucking plastic mm-hmm. pillows to, and and the other day we received some supplies to pack up the anthology with, mm-hmm. you know, the tissue paper and uh, ordered from Amazon. Mm-hmm. Packages of this tissue paper come like a hundred sheets per. Mm-hmm. I want four packages. Feel free to put all of those into a single envelope and send them to me. But no, what happens? Four different packages. Four different packages of 100 each. So that's four plastic fucking large plastic envelopes, which were too large actually for the, the thing. Um, in <laughs> so the then first they had place, to be taped rather, down. So they had to be yeah. taped down. And then, and then now, okay, so now I can't take, get the tape off. So that particular plastic can't be recycled mm. because of the adhesive and the fact that you can't separate it from it, the other stuff. It's like, all right. Um, guess we need to figure out a different way of doing this well and that i mean we laughed at the u-line we we ordered some more glue sticks for our cardboard because we switched to cardboard so like package yeah yeah more paper products as opposed to and that 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 just moves the line somewhere else yeah but at least it's a recyclable line and then glue dots instead of tape yeah we get the glue dots. I ordered two rolls of them. They're in a 12 by 24 box with f- like the six catalogs. different. Yeah, two catalogs. Like we already know that we ordered from you guys. We know that what you, you have available. Yeah. And you have an and extensive the, online catalog. Funnily enough, it is available on the internet. Yeah. yeah. it's fr- And you don't. Uh, like we're talking like a 500 page catalog. It's not yeah. like it is a. It's like a phone book being sent each time we order from these guys and then in order to ensure that our you know their packaging is so incorrect for the small amount of items that we order they fill it with these plastic blow up things Thing. and yeah. you're like what in the fuck like now i'm part of this system trying to make my system better and we're, we're laughing because it was like are most of the things being shipped shipping supplies? Like <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. The <laughs> answer is yes. Shipping supplies. <laughs> I, it's it's not okay. And and I think um, if people aren't thinking about how much waste they're putting out, they should just you know go a month 
and keep the waste in their house. Yeah. And just see what it does. Because just because it leaves your house doesn't mean it's leaving. It is still on this fucking planet. It's just not in your sight, so you don't think about it. And then you might start to think like, oh, well, I have to live with this trash. Maybe I'll reduce the amount of trash I produce. Exactly. Shocking how your behavior changes once you have to live in a, a heap of trash, of garbage. I remember a guy came like in fifth or sixth grade, one of those days that I went to school those years, um, and was giving a speech. And, and, and this is a long fucking time ago. <laughs> Imagine me in fifth grade, folks. I don't even know what age that is, but it was long last time ago. And um, and he was talking about packaging at that time. And he was actually, you know, in his sort of form of protest was um, to basically take all of the packaging off of the products he was buying in the store and leave it in the store. Not that he was shoplifting, but it's like, okay, I don't need this. Fact is the packaging had already been produced and was just not going home with him. And so I thought it was somewhat, you know, futile, you know, last yeah. futile gesture, but, um, but, but I could see, okay, here's, he's not really trying to do anything. He's just trying to, you know, say something, hmm. um, which is quite different, but, but this is the seventies. Yeah. When the ideas of, the amount of packaging waste, um, you know, and that, that goes along with, okay, you want long-term food storage. Okay. There's going to be packaging. You want to only go to the grocery store, you know, once a week, as mm -hmm. opposed to every day, then you're going to buy stuff that's in, that packaging is part of that mm. sort of mandatory almost in a way. And, um, it, it, it's only gotten worse since then, let's say. <laughs> Yeah, and that's not because you know we eat too much meat. It's because there are too many of us. <laughs> yeah, again, uh, people want to change the conversation to something political when it's just observing the fact that we have a lot of people on the planet. Yeah, uh, irresponsibly. Like this. This isn't like oh, I plan to have ten children, so I had twelve. Oops. It's like that over and over again. And then there's no teaching of children. Hey, you're going to live in this world. This is how you take care of it even though I made a lot of you and I was irresponsible. Yeah. Uh, like th there's no, I, I mean, uh, my parents were pretty good about, I, I think I broke one glass bottle outside and my dad flipped out and beat the shit out of me. And okay. I never yeah. did that again. Yeah. I just, I was like, oh, cool. It breaks. And yeah. he didn't, he sat and picked up every piece of glass cause we were up in the mountains. And that was my lesson. That was yeah. like the, Hey, don't treat everything like shit because it's not going to be here if you treat it like shit. Yeah. And, and, then, and that was at a time when, and I was actually uh, talking with my friend Riley the other day, and she was mentioning that she had kind of like had a little discussion, uh, heated discussion with one of her children who had put something in the trash that should go in the recycling. Hmm. And, um, you know, not that Utah is renowned for its <laughs> yeah, re for recycling sure. um, <clears throat> standards, but uh, in any case, the, the, but the, her, her idea was like, look, it doesn't matter to me because by the time this comes back around on, you know, on, I'll be gone. Yeah, yeah. But you children have to live here yeah. then. And you're going to curse us till, you know, kingdom come for the shit sandwich we left. But, um, you know, try and make it better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it, it was fascinating to me to see the, uh, yeah, let's take it. Let's take it uh, an occurrence. 
I'm not going to say a natural occurrence because mm-hmm. let's we we it, it is I think known that many of the fires that were burning down in mm-hmm. Brazil right now are um, man-made, mm-hmm. started to to clear land, mm-hmm. um, and that land might be you know being cleared for agricultural purposes or whatever. It might be just being used to disguise the fucking. Um, pillage that already happened there. Well, I'm not Never putting known. out the fire until I get an apology. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah ex- exactly, <laughs> exactly. Speaking of bringing politics into it, you 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 made me mad. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, but to to see that situation, mm-hmm. big ass forest fires, you know, blah blah blah, being politicized to the extent, or or taken, you know, hijacked, you know, in a way to push specific agendas. Mm-hmm. Let's just say that, you know, there is the broadcast, quote unquote, um, that the reason that the forest is burning is because we eat too much meat. <laughs> and Those fucking steak, barbecue, you know, it, they get out of hand sometimes. And so, <laughs> and so right. forests catch like, fire yeah. next to the barbecue <laughs> when, the, when the charcoal briquettes get, you know... <laughs> They're, they're still too hot to handle, but you throw them into the tree. Um, no, it wasn't actually that. I think it was on a larger scale. Sure, yeah, that, you know, we need to deforest more places to, you know, plant yeah. more soy to feed to the cows so that we, then we can eat the cows. Right. Or whatever, when you could just be eating the soy. I don't know what the exact, you know, I'm just simplifying the, that, that particular message. But, but again, it's not that, that you know, we eat too much meat. In, you know, it, let's see, it's not too many people eating too much meat. It's too many people period, end of sentence, mm-hmm. yeah. is is part of it. But then, if you take that you know further, and if you're familiar with Alan Savory and some of the work that he has done with reintroducing herds of animals to desertified areas in Zimbabwe, uh, and having that land recover within the space of a couple of years, mm-hmm. um, is it's 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 pretty fascinating but one of the things that he's pointed out he's like look there are parts of the world that are so fucking arid Mm. that only meat can Mm. feed the people who live there yeah and so the agenda of like okay everything plant-based all plant-based for Mm -hmm. all people all the time you're either gonna condemn those people to death or you're going to make them dependent now which is it that you want on your agenda, I believe it is to make them dependent, but whatever. There, maybe this, I'm maybe it's a stretch, and I'm a conspiracy theorist, and no, I, need I don't to get my so. tinfoil hat because this has been coming up quite a bit. Um, Google has changed um, how they rank certain health sites. Okay, funny enough, if they don't prioritize a plant-based diet, they move them down on the rankings, on the search rankings. Yeah, so. And you can look at it like they have the the change in visibility for any site that is promoting um, like a keto or a uh, like a carnivore diet or even a paleo diet. They've changed the visibility by ninety nine point eight seven percent. Funny enough, all the ones that are promoting a uh, plant based diet like Livestrong, Myo Clinic, WebMD have jumped up over fifty percent in visibility. Like this is a real. Th- this is not a joke. This is. Uh, if you go, this is a really weird thing. Uh, if you Google facts about humans and meat, so humans are omnivores. The first thing that comes up is this, are human beings omnivores? And this is what it says. Although many human beings choose to eat both plants and meat, earning us the dubious title of omnivore, we're automatically herbivores, uh, anatomically herbivores, sorry. The good news is that if you 
want to eat like our ancestors, you still can. Nuts, vegetables, fruits, and legumes are the best basis of a healthy vegan lifestyle. That is the very first thing that pops up on Google. It just happens to be a page of PETA that has a priority. Like it's one of the automatic answers that pops up about a human being an omnivore. Can you pull up the statistics of how many domestic animals that PETA took in um, on the, you know, under the auspices of saving them and then, and then how many them. of them then killed them? Could you just look that up for me? Yeah, I'll try. <laughs> okay. Oh, so maybe. we'll go back to Ginsburg just for a second because in the Capital Air um, poem, which is actually written as a punk song, uh, <laughs> one of the things he says is, I don't like bureaucrats telling me what to eat. <laughs> it's one of the <clears throat> lines in that particular poem. Uh, which essentially, you know, who are the bureaucrats of the day? Are they the, are they the politicians or are they our search engines? <laughs> uh, are they the same? <laughs> Ooh, snap. Like, and, and this is this is the reason to start really like paying attention to how you acquire information is because it is acquired for you. Yes. Right. And I, I started last year, I started using... Uh, and then the algorithm is blamed. Like there's, yeah. you never get to, you know, go like... Um, you know, up to the one, you know, it always comes down to one person, you know, sooner or later yeah. making a decision, but nobody can make, no, it's the machines. Yeah. It's, it's like group blame, right? Yeah. Yeah. So eventually nobody is responsible because it was a group of people doing something. Yeah. But that whole group is changing, you know, the political landscape, the environmental landscape. And this is like, this is a really interesting thing because people are going to start pushing this um, fake meat thing, which I am not opposed to, like the Beyond Meats where they grow okay. it in a lab. Yeah. I, it's a phenomenal idea, actually. Other than the fact of that video they sent me about, you know, desertification and how grasslands push, you know, ruminants are needed in order for things to actually remain growing, which is true. If you've done any farming or investigation into a, uh, like a localized farming practice, it is a really symbiotic relationship between ruminants and chickens and, you know, the amount of nitrogen and sulfur that goes into the soil, et cetera, et cetera. So, and the fact that they, shit and piss where they eat and yeah. then they don't want to eat there anymore so they have to move on so the right. land that they just left has the opportunity to recover and um yeah in any case I, it, it's it, an interesting thing to look at so if you don't want to eat meat i you know yeah i understand that and this is a ethical you know no um sentient animal was injured but you can still get the protein i still have to think that it can't be right not not this isn't a naturalistic, like, oh, it's not natural. It's a, we claimed the same thing about replacing butter with this fabulous new Mar laboratory made. Margarine. Yeah, it's great. What are yeah. you talking about? It says the same thing. It's hard. And, you know, it keeps, when it's cold and it, yeah, it's liquid it's, when it's you soft. You can make pie crust the same. Everything will be identical. And it's like, oh, whoops, we didn't know how trans fat <laughs> fucking kills people. Yeah. This, I think, is similar in the fact that. We, we're not understanding what we actually get from animal proteins and fats. Like yes. we can't comprehend the complexity that's involved in, you know, even fatty acid profiles or amino acid profiles. They're hyper complex. And just to replace the protein with a thing that we've designated as the same as the cellular protein that we're reproducing, I think is short-sighted too. I think trying to hurry and package a thing and put it in, yeah, do it. But I'm going to watch from the outside for the next 10 years and be like, how many people died from this? Or like, yeah. you know, are people helped? Maybe they're not going to die, but I guarantee they like you won't have that. I, I'd hate to call this, but a vibrant 
optimized human being, which is different than just surviving. Than just surviving, yeah. I mean, I'm not, um, yeah, against that idea. That the, the the but I think there's more efficient <laughs> ways to do yeah. this. Uh, I'm not a I'm, I'm not a like you know brain surgeon or anything, and I don't understand the complexity myself. I just understand that it is complex. Guess what? Ketones in the water supply. Take the fluoride out, put the ketones in, everyone eats less. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> everyone thinks better. Everyone drops, you know, drops weight. And type one diabetics, well, you were on the cusp of dying anyway. Exactly. So you get ketoacidosis, it's not our fault. <laughs> yeah. It's just like the peanut allergy thing. Like nature should have sorted that shit out. It it is in the process of doing so, I believe. <laughs> I think that's what nature is trying to say. You have some kind of nut allergy. It's like you shouldn't have lived. That's that's ancestral. Right there. Yeah. Right. You got an allergy to that one thing that the people say <laughs> that you get to eat because you're not actually an omnivore. You're a vegan or whatever. Yeah. Um, well, then you're allergic to it. So you, you, I, you're just not going to reproduce and that's, that's okay. It's kind of disconcerting because I'm becoming like, I eat less and less meat the older I get. Okay. Right. Like it's just, I don't need as much. I can feel it. Yeah. Like, and we know statistically or through, you know, verified research that actually become the older you get and the more aerobically inclined you get, the more um, you can take advantage of protein synthesis without the actual amounts. Yes. Like you become more efficient at it. I can feel that and therefore, you know, I'll enjoy whatever kinds of meats that I want that taste good, but I'm also eating less of them. I'm also eating less food overall because oh, I yeah. require as much. Yeah. So therefore, and I know that's a part of longevity is like creating this deficit almost all the time so that I can recover from things that I do. I can have enough energy to do what I want to do. But also I'm not just shoving my face full of food that I don't need, which yeah. is another aspect of waste. Like I don't need a 48, 48 ounce steak. Did you ever? No, but I might have partaken in it before because I'm like, yeah, I'm red blooded American. Yeehaw. I'm going to eat this thing as like a chance. And, and now I just understand it was really wasteful. Yeah. Like it really is wasteful to eat too much if not the most wasteful thing like yes right like and, and especially because you order all that food and you probably don't eat it all anyway yeah which is kind of sad I, I i and there's just like a you know maybe there's a a michael 3.0 thing happening it's like <laughs> this, nice. this version is you know it's changing um, but when people ask, they're like, oh, protein's the most important. Yeah, it absolutely is for building blocks, for maintaining, you know, a, a lean physique, for optimizing performance in athletics. It absolutely is the most important macronutrient of the three. Yes. But it is highly complex. Like, it is not about just getting that. It is how it integrates with the others. So although I still believe the same things, I look at it slightly differently. Like, now if somebody were to be like, oh, I want to do it plant-based. Okay, we can figure that out. It's harder. You have to work harder to do it correctly. Yeah. But it is an option. Would I agree that you're doing anything to save the planet? Absolutely not. Yeah, I saw something recently, somebody pushing this movie, you know, one, you know, vegan meal a day or something for the planet. Oh, right, yeah, or yeah. Some, And I read it, and then I was just like, oh, this will be good. <laughs> because then, like, all of 
the dilettantes come yeah. on and like because it's okay here's a way that i'm gonna i'm gonna make my contribution and then i get <laughs> and it gives and it's more virtue signaling that yeah. i get to talk about and shit like that um and it's really not that hard and but, but i would have to agree with you okay yeah. i don't know what the real environmental benefit of that might be i'm not saying there isn't one mm. so i'm like i'm not quite there but it basically brings well uh, the, the first wave will just be a bunch of ignorant fad following fox yeah. who um d won't do the res the research to actually follow a plant-based diet in a thoughtful mm. in, in in a way that produces the results that they still claim to seek or that the, the, the previous diet that they also didn't think about um how come <laughs> how come when we're trying to like this whole like oh try to figure out the diet that's best for for the ecosystem yeah how come it hasn't been like hey people fucking eat less because you then waste less you have less output exactly. because you have less input and there need be less you know cows yeah pigs, whatever there's less food like it, like it, it, <laughs> out there need you know to to produce that mm. you know methane and that sort of thing because the, the demand is just not that high anymore because people are actually eating less yeah. huh wow well because people should do whatever they want isn't that what they isn't think, that the thing yeah yeah i'm not free unless i abuse every last thing yeah if I get the <laughs> actual maximum available to me um <laughs> <laughs> of every possible thing that could be available to me. Uh, I'm just going to start a shirt. Our next shirt could be hashtag bulimia for the environment. Like, I, I, <laughs> I don't think you can actually, well, you'll be, you'll be plant-based pretty soon after that. Cause your teeth are going to come out. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Do it long enough. Yeah. That'd be cool. Um, but I was saying like projectile, you know, or, you know, Toothbrush, tongue depressor, induced vomiting of of bile and stuff in, mm. into the soil. I don't. Is that is that? It's probably not that good. So maybe anorexia yeah. for the environment. Yeah, or we can just do my Church of Immaculate Consumption idea, <laughs> <laughs> where all we do is eat our gods. Uh, <laughs> that's right. And they're I very nutritious. To... Our gods are the most nutritious gods. <laughs> they're the best. Beautiful gods. P they taste. Are... <laughs> they, it's the taste. They're good. Good American gods. <laughs> <laughs> and we eat them. Yeah. After we cook them. Immaculate consumption is fucking great. <laughs> I, th there, there is something. I mean. That's I, for the next issue of Haze, Alec. Haze. You know, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and the I mean, fact that we you missed the opportunity to get fitnesses ducked. <laughs> it's just broken a lot of hearts over here. I'm telling you. <laughs> if anybody, maybe we should do a shout out for that. Because maybe not everybody. What was the website that was on? I think it's fitnessesfuck.net or something, yeah, yeah, isn't it? I think it is. I'll have to find... Maybe it's it's not .com. There's no way they nailed that. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, um, we don't want to talk too much about it because there might be some associated products <laughs> with... <laughs> I don't even know where to even... Is it... Well, I've talked about like, printing it, actually. Yeah. Digitally, I don't think that needs to go to the lithograph. But no, I, no. I when I looked at well, I looked at the the file size for the entire file. It was like less than a, a megabyte, and I was like, it's probably not high enough resolution to print. Okay, yeah. Uh, a lot of them were like screen grabs and stuff. So that was one issue. But <laughs> before to, inspiration comes the slaughter. <laughs> <laughs> that was another. It, uh, that was a different. <clears throat> 
motivational poster <laughs> gone hilariously wrong. Um, I don't have the website. Anyway. Shit. Well, maybe we'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> exactly. If you can find those. Keys to the kingdom and some impossible meat will be yours. Oh, man. Uh, should we just start making a nonprofit meat substitute that's a gun? <laughs> you put it in your mouth. <laughs> this will save the environment. Yeah. 3D print those things in the mailroom and... Uh, Send send it out. Send each one out with one bullet only. There, there was like <laughs> a, for a time there was like a um, a push for vasectomies. It was like an environmental push. Yeah, I, which I was like right on. Like that that is probably as direct as you can get to what the problem is. Too many people. Yeah, there's too many humans. Um, in which case, fuck. <laughs> <sighs> snip them. Snip. Snip, snip. Yeah, we're gonna have a. That's gonna be a T-shirt too, maybe. <laughs> well, yeah, that's at least a, different, a, a different reason to take your balls. Exactly. Just don't not to get on a spaceship, but just to remain to, on the to, planet. To, to remain on this spaceship. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's fucking great. I don't. All right, so let's talk about. We've talked about diet. Oh, we yeah. need to talk about like getting jacked. I'm eating less. I'm I'm not jacked. Yeah, I'm, I'm eating less too, and I'm certainly not jacked. <laughs> But the I I don't there is some reason I don't know I mean maybe maybe we never talk about it because we're both just super not into it like the the idea of like oh I'm gonna get so like I'm gonna make my muscles so pretty yeah to to what extent <laughs> <laughs> especially if you're ugly to begin with like what's the the point distraction from your bad personality yeah yeah. Uh, there is, I, I mean, it, it, do you think, okay, do you think it's, do you think in, there's some use to some vanity? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, at yes. what point? Does it become too much? Self-obsession, narcissism, like, at what point is it unuseful? To who? To yourself. It's a lot. You the user, user, user error. Fuck, you'd have to go pretty far, I think. I don't. I mean, you'd have to explore where that limit is for yourself by actually going there and real and and and, and finding it. I think if your if your presence publicly is about your physical appearance, it's gone too far. Okay, because you're not adding anything. Well, yeah, right. Like yeah. if if it's it, you, you're for sure compete. You know, on that compete you might for as well, attention thing. Well, you might like, as well look do what porn, I can do. Look what right, I like did. yeah, because that's that's what they're. It's just something to look at when I'm home alone. <laughs> like it's just you're providing <laughs> a visual stimulus so I can stimulate myself or whatever the, the yeah. thing is like it, it just becomes and I see a lot of people that their presence is just their physical appearance is the is the appearance yeah. not so differentiating appearance from capability is what yeah. we're saying yeah. yeah so I mean it always seems to me actually that okay <laughs> however my body is is a result of me doing the things that I love to do mm -hmm. yeah Right. Yeah. So, side effect. Yeah. The, yeah. The side effect. And if it and if it was the point, like I'm going to get all you know, mm -hmm. jacked and tan and mm -hmm. whatever the, all the other things in that hierarchy that make a you know, person mm -hmm. attractive. I guess I'd you know if, um, if, if that was the point, then. Well, I, I mean, it's it wasn't right for me. Right. But I could you know it's maybe it's it, it's good and other people feel good about it then. That's one less obese motherfucker walking around. 
True, they're consuming less because they're yeah. obviously in a deficit. I'd agree with that. Yeah. I would say that if you're getting invited to parties based off of what you look like, mm -hmm. you should just take that as like an inventory of self-worth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you should take that with a couple of Xanax and half a bottle of vodka <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. you know, be be done with it. <laughs> the, I, 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 there's, there's obviously, I don't have any problem with people being vain um, other than I think it is largely guiding um, a larger aspect of society, like the importance being put on this thing. Too much of it, but, but that I, I think has become, you know, whether we have as individuals a natural tendency to it or not, we have become largely visual in our, um, oh. our, our experience with the world mm -hmm. as opposed to, I mean, it's, it's, it's almost all visual stimulus. Mm -hmm. um, or maybe while we're being visually stimulated, we're listening to, you know, people talk on... Well, that, or headphones that, or whatever, but but the the fact of like it, and when it is delivered, it re, it takes away the need for curiosity because mm -hmm. it's delivered. You don't have to go looking for it anymore. You don't have to go looking for something anymore because it is constantly bombarding you, no matter what. You just have to become very good at discriminating what is you know what gets through and what doesn't. So curate that input in some way, but you're never compelled to go, you know. Oh, I read or I heard someone talking about this place and it's this set of islands and it's somewhere, mm. you know, between Greenland and, and the, you know, the out there of like, if you get to Newfoundland, you can probably get there, you know, Is that you one can for figure sale? it out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not big, no, not, not big enough to register on a map for a person oh, okay. with, is, you know, ambitions of buying, you know, large land masses, but, but like, okay, you could hear about this thing and then you could, you know, but now, okay, the fucking Feral Islands, it's mm. in my Instagram feed yeah. as an ad, a sponsored ad, visit the Feral Islands or oh, something shit. like that. Yeah, I don't know what I fucking Same thing with the like, Seychelles. Seychelles. Seychelles, okay. Okay, yeah. Because that's an island off of Mozambique. Okay. Uh, it's like, I've heard about it. I heard about it when I was there. Somebody's like, you got to make it. You have to bribe some people to get there. And now they have their own fucking Instagram page. I know some people back in the 80s, there was some... People went down there, went climbing, some really, oh, really? really beautiful photo shoots. Um, yeah, they do have I some weird rocks down there. Yeah, I think Catherine Destevel went and Isabel Patissier. Um, but the, which is my only sort of exposure to yeah. the, these islands, I had no, I wasn't even curious enough to like look them up because it was too tropical for me. And that means there's yeah. bugs and I'm not into that. So, <laughs> true. Um, but, but there's, now I can have it delivered or it is already being delivered, you know, by way of, you know, previous search patterns or whatever that I have. So it, so it kills my curiosity in a way. Because it's the but illusion of experience. It, it, because my uh, visual cortex has identified that I've seen this place, therefore I've experienced it. Therefore it, I've experienced it or, or, or I don't actually have to, do, you know, Hmm. read about it how did this form you know why is this area how did people get there is it like okay it was discovered by vikings and it was like oh the, these hmm. are the descendants of the poor fuckers who got shipwrecked you know or something <laughs> like like is that how this started or us you know or you know no the the you know the, the english they put all the criminals on the boats and they sent them over there and then it became hmm. a country and then um but you don't have to think about these things or and when I say we're largely visual this is I think it's the predominant stimulus um, versus touch or smell mm. um, or something you know like that and 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 therefore I think vanity has reached a, a higher level of necessity in the minds of many people well I think it's the uh, today it's a different like it is the elite differentiator 
like it is something that you can't buy. You can't buy vanity. Or sorry, you can't buy appearance. You can't yeah. buy vanity. Yeah. No, you don't even you don't have I'll to. I'll have vanity comes, for five hundred dollars. Yeah, exactly. It comes. It, vanity comes as part of the operating system. I'm sorry. It's the one thing like beauty, like intrinsic genetic beauty. Yeah, can't be purchased, and looking a certain way can't be purchased. Therefore, everything else can be financed, right? Like you, yeah. you can get whatever you want. And I like um, what you said about. Um, the visual thing, because I was thinking about it almost in the exact opposite. Okay. Um, vein, I, I was thinking about it like our ability to magnify our own vision has what has led to basically every major scientific advancement. So it, sure. when we started in cosmology to look out yeah. and with, you know, magnifying telescopes and then microscopes and then we could identify microbes and right. then we could identify. Yes. So it changed. I think that was. Um, aside from, you know, hearing speech is what really set us on a path. But I don't necessarily, so I, I think what, what happens with, let's just say the phone and the internet, mm -hmm. you know, the, the, the access to all of this imagery, it's not magnifying our vision. Uh, it is broadening our vision. It's magnifying it's actually, our ego. <laughs> it, yeah, well, for sure. Yeah. Um, for, for sure that, but, I, but it's, but it's spreading it. It's not like no one looks in a concentrated manner. Right. You know, oh, for sure, using yeah. these tools. Right, that 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 in the way that you know, that we did when we looked outward into the cosmos to try and understand like oh our place in the universe, mm. um, or inward to try and understand what the fuck is killing us. <laughs> right. Um, uh, now I just feel like it's it's the difference of of uh, turning the page like a, a thick, beautiful, quality paper page of mm. a book that and there are only ninety pages in the book or something like mm. that versus. Endless. You, you know, the fucking phone book and the quality yeah. of the paper that that's on and the endless amount of information that most of it is, you know, not, you know, not specifically useful to you as an individual. Um, you know, one or two items in there may be at some time very, very <laughs> necessary for you. But, but like it's, but there's just so much of it. Like, and, it, and I, I'm going to have to go back to the reduction in curiosity because mm -hmm. it's, it's too much is available. Therefore, I'm not curious, I, I'm not curious anymore. That I, I, I lack inquisitiveness now. I have, um, I've changed my tone on the amount of poison that I think like social media and these kind of things are, because I okay. don't, I, I don't think they are poisonous. Okay. I just, again, it goes back to the people that interact on them, but what I have, um, there has been a shift in how people perceive their public self, right? That the tone has shifted from like the very first tweets were like, Hey, Twitter, I'm here. And then it's like, go into the store. Don't know what else to fucking say to the world. Yeah. And now everything is a tutorial or an instruction or some kind of like, this needs to express that the person that I'm watching is an expert. Therefore, I take them seriously and I like their stuff. Now it's a fishing expedition. How can I get people to look at me? It's an, a, an attention thing. Yeah. And so people change the way that they interact with other people. Everything is look at me, let's do this as opposed to, you know, maybe it's, I'm seeing this and I'm looking at the world like this and maybe this is weird. There's a, there's definitely a switch where everybody is now an instructor, a teacher, uh, whatever. I think like, Shit. yeah. I, and I've noticed it in my own too. Cause like, man, I'm going to post this picture and I wrote this article and I'm going to take the, you know, the line from it that I really appreciated that I wrote myself because I'm proud of myself. Yeah. And I'm going to share that with the world so that they go look at my thing. At the thing, yeah. And I'm like, shit, do I, do I care? I don't care. 
if people look at it though or i do because if they don't i get this it, it doesn't matter like either the stuff that i'm writing is useful to other people asking the same questions or it's not in any case it doesn't affect me i'm still going to do what i do but think and and maybe another way to sort of further reinforce how you're feeling about this <laughs> is to recognize that you don't need to announce it because the people mm. that we are already in relationship with are going to find it yes already mm -hmm. and we're not by posting it on social media attracting anyone new mm. because you know the follower count never grows yeah and i don't exactly post right? the Let's pictures just, that are appealing to like most people yeah like people don't look at black and white f photos of landscapes on instagram that's like a no and that's mostly what we post yeah um i think you're right I, I, in that case i mean it's kind of interesting it, it's a but there's but there isn't this idea that that the like if we think about selling mm -hmm. something okay so we have to we're going to use social media because it's a way to a, a way to potentially reach a very large audience whether that whether that's an audience of buyers you know it's that's a completely different discussion. But the idea of that, okay, there's this vast market out there. We mm -hmm. can tap into it and we can sell more of our shit. Mm -hmm. So we need to be present. We need to be, you know, posting clever shit that establishes us as opinion leaders or some, mm -hmm. you know, fucking thing. So that people would buy the thing, you know, the, the stuff. Opinion leader. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I was. Oh fuck! Come on, is that? It's so much better than thought leader, is, opinion leader. But is it not better than no, it's influencer? A, yeah, it's way better. <laughs> it's like it's just a synonym for influencer that you know. Oh, but we've killed all of them Jesus off, so Christ. now we're opinion leader. Anyway, um, <laughs> or thought leader, or you know whatever the fuck it is. But but the but the market is. I don't want to reach a broader market. Fuck no. them. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, we, we purposefully, there's like, and this is where we are conflicted as fuck, mm -hmm. is that we purposefully, you know, only print X number of zines. We make it almost impossible to buy, and then we put a sold out thing on it so we don't have to ship anymore for fuck's sake <laughs> on the one hand. And then we just like have this other side, like we're, you know, prostrating ourselves, you know, on social media to, in order to try and sell shit. Which is, get my, <laughs> less than 12% of our sales are from social media. Well, thank fucking God. Let's stop. Yeah, right. Like it is actually pretty interesting. When I saw that statistic, I was actually really pleased. Yeah, that it isn't like how it should be. Like it isn't how people perceive it to be. Yeah, um, which is like, oh, if I don't post, I don't sell, and I don't do this, and it's just like, no, I, I think there's a turning point where um, people will just come to the place that we put information and see it and see it, and and let's just say that. Having not been disappointed in the past, I am mm -hmm. hypothesizing. Um, you know, I'll go there and look again. Yeah. See what those guys are doing. Yeah, and and we will continue doing. But it's but I have felt less and less inclined mm -hmm. to announce anything or post yeah. anything. You know, it, and I'm just like, oh, if it if it feels forced, then it is. Yeah, and then you shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like when we come out with a podcast. Um, people, that said, the well, people will subscribe and they'll know about it because it pops up on their thing. Like they already subscribe because they already subscribe. Yeah. So in which case, why am I trying to tell people that don't know about it about it? Because I want people that don't know about us to know about us. Like I don't need to know any more people. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There is some good ego satisfaction when 
somebody like posts something about an mm-hmm. episode we recorded a year ago or something yeah, like that yeah. and you know just catching up and this particular thing was gold and then we're like fuck i completely forgot about that episode in the first place i got you know a, but an but, email from a guy who was go, he was driving across country i think he lived here and he knew about you from jim jones and okay. then he found this uh, he didn't know about the podcast until he started driving across country because he was going to move. And he said he was That's on a road trip. Right? He, he like, said something if, like episode 15. He sent me an email. He's like, what in the fuck? He was like really happy with how fucked up the podcast was. Perfect. Like, you guys don't give a shit, do you? And I was like, Ooh, um, that's how the first ones went. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I think I know what you're talking about. I think he was actually listening to episode 14 oh, okay, with yeah. Matthew Weatherly White. Yes. And okay. that was a fucking good episode. It really was. I mean, <laughs> wide-ranging conversation um, with some, you know, very sharp and eloquent people. I mean, it was yeah. fa- that was a, that was a nice one. That yeah, was our was first really three-hour episode, actually. Yeah, that was our longest one at the point. Um, but let's just anyway. get back to social media and what it's oh, what it's good for. Uh-huh. And, um, what is it good for? Well, because right now it's like a, a really convenient way to interact but you're not really interacting i noticed this the other day because usually when people post about our stuff yeah and i'll you know i'll run the social media account and go through and make sure i answer questions towards shipping or whatever right. the fucking people answer but i notice when people make a post about our thing man i want them to like that was cool of them that they liked, that they liked anthology. It, yeah. so i'll always go through and i'll put like an emoji flag or whatever yeah, the something hell. yeah and then i was like i'm not communicating I'm doing the easiest, cheapest way of thanking somebody possible. Yeah. And I, so I changed and now I will just, if they make a post, I'll direct message them and thank them. Nice. Because it, it, it's convenient way of interacting, which means I'm not interacting because it's convenient. Yeah. Right. Like it it doesn't. Yeah. yeah. Yes, exactly. And it just made me feel weird that I was like, I fucking fell into this stupid trap of not using my words. Yeah. And because when I looked at my comments and there was a bunch of emojis, I don't look at those. Like, I don't give a shit if people, yeah. like, who cares? What it's they not call engagement. It. Yeah. It's not <laughs> a question. Though, it's not, that's what they call it, it. There's no, it doesn't take any time. But what social media really is good for mm-hmm. is to go through and examine all of the different types of pre workout supplements <laughs> that you can take <laughs> and make silly comments about them. So, what is pre workout? For starters, and quote, energy drink, unquote, that is calorie-free is not an energy drink. It is a stimulant drink. I'm quoting from Michael's current Instagram story. Realize that most ingredients in pre-workout supplements are designed to make you feel it, not designed to enhance performance. This is why a lot of ingredients are counterproductive, like L-arginine, which is a vasodilator, and caffeine, which is vasoconstrictor, or even stronger stimulants, which have stronger vasoconstrictive properties. Okay. Let's just look at a few uh, of the marketing things, <laughs> you know, used to try and sell their various pre-workouts. Well, this one is called Beyond Raw, and it's lit is the one. Lit. It's clinically dosed pre-workout. I don't know what the fuck that means. And it's called, the flavor is Icy Fireworks, <laughs> which it, Michael comments, it's more like Icy Fire, you know, like fraud. F-Y-R-E. F-Y-R-E, Exactly. <laughs> Uh, the next one is <laughs> made by Sparta Nutrition, where you can go to seize your glory, should you choose. I can't believe we're getting free advertising for these fucking dicks. Anyway, their uh, extreme pre-workout formula is called the Kraken, and that's using a font, you know, white font on a black background. Not unlike <laughs> the original Jim Jones font, kind of like a stencil, kind of, you know, sort of degraded sort of print. It's, you know, it's kind of cool looking. Um, and it's got a bunch of this and a bunch of that, and uh, and it's called Rainbow Candy. So... <laughs> 
I see Sparta. I see rainbows. I go to the Coit Tower again. <laughs> All right. If only there was a supplement that could induce an irrational mental disorder. Well, you can get go to insane labs because they're <laughs> insane. So they're making some crazy shit over there to get your energy and your focus and your endurance and your psychosis. Oh, but this flav- this particular pre-workout formula is called psychotic <laughs> and it has some kind of illustration of some creature that i can't quite identify um but it's it's does that say it's berry infused pre-workout power something or other <laughs> it's a fruit punch flavor it's dietary supplement um it has natural and artificial flavorings in it psychotic it induces a mental disorder but then there's another one this which if you thought psychotic was a great name well fucking pathogen that is the most awesome name for pre-workout <laughs> that's like right up there with purple wrath or whatever um purple wrath so if skin tearing vascularity <laughs> dude i do not want my skin to tear that shit is hard to put back together no, no kidding man i don't and the last thing i want is to go to the gym and go home afterwards with stretch marks like are you fucking kidding me? So there's a gas mask on the front of this one. Well, it's actually not. It's like a three-way filter mask. So there's not even a positive uh, atmosphere blower on the fucking thing. So it's just filtering particulate. Anyway, um, <laughs> but it's an apocalyptic pre-workout formula. So so you can still get your workout on after the dying city in the background is dead and everything. <laughs> like this photograph. So... If they're thinking that pathogen and apocalyptic and the word outbreak is on there and it looks like some some sort of, I can't even tell what flavor this one is, but um, you know, <laughs> if, if, they're, if you're thinking you know, that that's a great marketing sort of effort, then what do you think actually is in the, <laughs> in, inside the supplement? And then- I mean, that, those are all pejoratives for like disease and death and- And, and mental- <laughs> issues and then you can get yard time in um because there's a a pre-worker called yard time very prison-esque very prison it's like a yeah looks like kind of chain link no barbed wire but again you got the (laughs) the kind of the degraded stencil sort of thing yellow and red and black and white that's those are always good colors that sells the shit out of stuff (laughs) i'm gonna let people find your comment on this on their own <laughs> and then we got woke af and I, this one it's a high stimulant it pre-workout mm. i mean it's got a warning on it it's made locally warning, high stimulant but i'm trying to understand now is that an elk yeah some sort of fauna is, is like it's is it a sacrificial kind of thing or what is because it? it's got an american you know it's got stars and stripes on the elk I'm not quite sure. I know they, it's, oh, it's because the product is usually called bucked up. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, yeah. now that yeah. makes more sense. Yeah. But woke AF, woke yeah. AF. I um, think they misunderstand the term woke because they used I'm, it as in wakefulness. I get it. Yeah, but I, like get, get, because you're so kind of tired and droopy at the end of your hard yeah. day at work and you need to, you need to wake up in order to get to the gym to get some, serious skin tearing on well my my comment probably would have been inappropriate but it said woke af and i was gonna say buck lives matter <laughs> i don't think it oh, would have gone over no that would either that like been, pissing off all people you're but. that's cultural appropriation <laughs> hunting hunting community right there man um so the last i think this is the last one but i'm mm. not sure but <laughs> Hashtag not for pussy yeah. <laughs> pre-workout by BPS Pharma. Um, 
especially, I mean, that is, I, I and it's got a creature on it as well. It mm-hmm. looks like a bunny unicorn. Uh, maybe a jackal. A jackalope? Jackalope. It could be the jackalope. <laughs> it could be the jackalope. It's a rabbit <laughs> of sorts. It could be the chupacabra. It looks very hybrid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just hope that's not what happens when I drink this. I just, well, in, in which case, like, I've been looking at these for a while because I always like to go through, I don't know, and look at dumb shit. And I, I, everybody which fucking again, takes so much pre-workout. It, they really do. Yeah. And, and there's some that are just like caffeine, beta alanine, got it. Get you, you okay. know, make your skin tingly. Beta alanine in very high doses has uh, some effect. But only when consistently taken for long periods of time. Minimum dose, I think, is sort of three weeks. And the effect yeah. is maximized between six and ten. Yeah. And then trails off after that. Yeah. And you're talking about, and this goes with anything, any kind of ergogenic aid has, it's it needs to have its purpose. Like if you... If you need it to train, you obviously have lost the purpose because yeah. now you're filling in in a deficit. And you don't have the motivation to actually do the work that is necessary. But but I think that that's people hacking their own psychology. Basically, like I'm too I'm too fucking lazy to go to the gym, so I drink this <laughs> and then I can't and I not can't sit still. <laughs> I can't not go to the gym. Like the easiest yeah. way to not feel how I feel is to go work out. And so I think that's people like realizing, okay, this is actually who I am. Someone who doesn't work out, doesn't mm. want to work out, has no reason to work out. But if I take this woke AF <laughs> or whatever. I'll have and compassion then, for all the people that are disadvantaged in society. I'm just joking. <laughs> exactly. I'll have compassion for all those people on the cardio machines, knowing that I myself, if I get on the cardio machines, I'm going to have a fucking heart incident of yeah. some kind. And so I just need to go lift some weights. Do you think they would see somebody going all out on the elliptical and they'd go, hashtag me too? <laughs> God, I'm right there with you. I'm going to get on that machine. I'm going to go as hard as I can. I, the people that I see use this, uh, like, and I've taken a lot of pre-workout in my life, so don't think like I'm above oh, it all. Like, fuck, I pissed. Away. I'm just. I, I used to joke about that, like <laughs> talking about supplements when, he's, when I first started sort of teaching fitness stuff. Mm-hmm. Let's say sort of mid '90s, mm-hmm. and realized like how much money I had spent, how much brightly colored urine I had pissed away, yeah. how many reptiles that live in the sewers I made bigger and stronger. <laughs> And that then became like the subject matter of those fucking crazy movies. Yeah. Is because of all the supplements that get pissed away and then the gators come out of the fucking things and they're just jacked as fuck and they want to eat <laughs> the entire downtown. And they're on methamphetamines. <laughs> yes. I, and this is like most of the stimulus. This is what really bothers me is calling anything energy. Like it goes yeah. against physics if it does not have a caloric load. Yes. Like we're talking about an entropic energy system in which case you need to burn something so we need to come up with a pre-workout formula that basically says helps you burn the energy you already have stored on your skeleton entropy pre-workout from order to chaos (laughs) (laughs) okay all right so (laughs) look for it in the show notes we'll uh (laughs) for sure i'm gonna say we're gonna we're gonna have no fewer than 19 or maybe 23 different stimulants in it yeah, I think I could come up with 23. Yeah. I've got a list <laughs> yeah. of shit that we can put in things. And then I want to pack a bunch of medium train, chain triglycerides <laughs> into it as well. Shit yourself. Everything. Shit and get fit. Yeah, shit and yeah. get fit. That would be the, yeah, that's the that's the uh, tagline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Entropy as <is> fuck. <laughs> you know, because you go through your day, you go to work, that's on schedule. But once yeah. you take this, all chaos 
you, you break you, loose you, and you, you just, just just nothing but chaos. Yeah. yeah. All your workouts, there's no structure. <laughs> the science of muscle confusion, man. <laughs> no, it's the science of you being confused because of all the stimulants that you're Yeah, I feel I have a feeling that I'm gonna get made fun of because I just made a physics joke. You know. Oh. <laughs> As if our uh, you know people are the, the people are listening to this episode to get the secret about the new supplement that we're coming care. out with yeah non-profit yeah. entropy is fuck yeah. look for that this winter yeah um it, it is almost as Comes good with as a free hoodie if we could do this i would do this um but my knowledge in formulating supplements is not towards ready to drink beverages but the one that we talked about i'm still think is a good idea the energy drink called twitching oh we're gonna, just, we're gonna need more stimulants we're gonna need way more stimulants <laughs> like, <laughs> on a side note we talked about this the other day because some other people have been talking about it do you realize that almost every major leader in the world is on meth like almost every single one hitler I, was on meth stalin was on meth pretty much every president since the 50s has been on methamphetamines including the current one who takes i believe adderall I, it's all methamphetamine all the time we have fucking meth heads making very large decisions for a normal population. Yeah, but it's not called meth in the way that they take it. Oh, okay. Right? So it's Isn't it like they get, yeah, it comes in a different bottle. And oh, yeah, that's it comes right. from a doctor. My so. Pez dispenser has the sacrament in it, therefore it's not illegal. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But, wow. It makes a lot. Of, it makes more sense, right? I like, mean, when you're, you're stalling and you got some... Fucking killing to do. Well, no, what I think I mean, like if I like, was I gonna stop a hurricane and I was like, let's launch a nuclear warhead at it, that only makes sense in context of I have done a lot of meth today <laughs> and I'm just like trying shit. So what so so what do you what do you think like a I'm not even gonna say therapeutic dose, I'm gonna say a performance enhancing dose of Adderall would be. Like how many milligrams? Oh I don't know my I don't know my um I don't know my scales well enough to. Okay, so little, what is a ten milligram? Is the this, little blue yeah, one? Yeah. Is the, the, I think is like the standard was ten. Ten, yeah, yeah. And then if you're kind of in trouble, like you're, yeah. you know, you, they have you a quick a, release. They, it's like well, 20? and there's the timed release one, like the orange and white ones. Yeah, yeah. Timed capsule, whatever. Those are twenty five. Oh, okay. Now, that is going to give you a good twenty four hours of wakefulness of being woke <laughs> AF yeah. in my, you know, highly sensitive experience. Yeah. but. Um, so I'm just kind of curious, you know, when you start, how much you got to take to think that launching a nuclear weapon anywhere in the world for any reason probably has 40. potential benefit for sure. 40. Okay. So. Think, yeah. You're like, <laughs> I think four times the recommended dose, 40 is and a couple where, of big Macs and yeah. you're good to go. <laughs> That's where shit gets or is weird. He a Burger King guy. I can't remember. I think it's a big Mac. I can't remember. It's disgusting. It's good American food. Whatever it was he said about it. I, yeah. In which case, like, think about this. Maybe we can end on this note because we're okay. coming back around to politics. Yeah. If the people who are making really big decisions about your life and your environment eat Big Macs and take meth, how do you think <laughs> your life is going to turn out? Like, I, like, I, and this is this is why I say, like, I yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan of the system. Period, because it allowed this to happen. Yeah, like we uh, rewarded we, this type of behavior. I can't work at a cubicle job and smoke cannabis because I'll pop hot for a drug test. Yeah, but the fucking president of the United States can take methamphetamines. There's something totally wrong with this world. Like, 
It is super well, fucked up. I want you in my cubicle on meth because you're more productive. For sure. That would probably be acceptable. Right. Yeah. That's it. So they're productivity drugs and that's why it's okay. Uh, yeah. Maybe. I mean, you don't want you to get too productive now. Like, don't be doing any thinking. I need you to just be, to, well, I just need you to do repetitive movements over right. and over again. Because LSD say is a productivity speeches. drug. Just, it's a it's, thinking drug though. Yeah. And you question a lot of things about. See, that's not good. It's not. Because most people that yeah. I know have taken it have quit their jobs. <laughs> this is real. This is like, yeah. you know, three different people have taken masses, uh, doses of, uh, of LSD and then quit their job. And I'm yeah. like, oh hmm. shit. Oops. Maybe that's why it's illegal. You don't want to be part of the system. <laughs> yeah. A cog yeah. in the wheel. And you recognize that that's what you yeah. had been or something. I, you know, I, I, uh, I mean, I, I recall that modafinil was, you know, the, mm. the, the, the nickname, you know, it's the CEO mm. drug because so many sort yeah. of top level execs had been, you know, were using it in order to be more productive mm-hmm. and to be more present and that kind of thing. Um, and that, that's, that one is, you know, it's okay. It's not, it's, yeah. that, that's off-label use for sure because sure, mm-hmm. I believe it's just prescribed <laughs> only for narcolepsy. But um, <laughs> True, provision, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's useful in the military context, obviously. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, you know, banned by WADA. Unfortunately, because you do, you do perform better. You mm-hmm. do, you do want to work harder. Actually, it makes yeah. you want to work harder. Um, and, and and those kinds of productivity drugs, that Adderall, I, I put those two together. Although I think a little bit different, a little bit different. Yeah. yeah, but um, and those those kinds of things are okay. But the other anything that that comes with a question mark attached to it, <laughs> <laughs> or as a consequence of it, um, yeah, that's not. That's that's not helpful because it's not you're not controllable anymore. I'm thinking that this could be the link, like the like leaders of of worlds are using methamphetamines, <laughs> and we have the result that we have exactly how. I mean, if you went into a meth head's house, you'd be like, oh yeah, I expected this to look like this. <laughs> you know, it's clean, but it's also <laughs> really fucked up. The refrigerator's empty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just like you're not gonna live like a week. You can't. You can't live like this. Yeah. And that's kind of how this country feels sometimes. But when you look at the people that are running the house, they're all on fucking meth. Makes man. <laughs> <sighs> Telling me that I can't do meth. <laughs> you just need to find a different doctor. Uh, no, I, yeah, I, I could if I. If if that was an interesting, but that's not. Option. I'm not into that yeah, drug. Yeah, that thing doesn't make me feel good. Yeah, yeah. I've I've taken some Adderall, and it is not. It's not my thing. No, no. You do get a lot done. I'll agree with that, but it's also not my thing. I feel terrible. Mm-hmm. I'm in a bad mood. I fucking hate people. It makes me a wayward. I would for sure nuke a hurricane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that should be the name of the pre-workout. Not <laughs> like not entropy or K. You know. <laughs> In, anything like that yeah. we're just like take this and nuke, nuke a, a fucking hurricane oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit all right well the continuation of the stories on my instagram will now be things that products that we want to brand exactly exactly and brands that i want to put on people <laughs> <laughs> our marketing is to brand it's people to, literally. To brand people scarlet letters for everyone we're, we're uh we're headed that way <laughs> all right well i guess on that note um, we we better stop because we drew it. Full, we brought us full circle. Yeah, yeah, that's good. All right, next time, folks.